0: Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today I'm joined by special guest Johnny Bridgewater. Coach, trainer, athlete, you name it. Man of God. Man of God. Amen. First and foremost. Can't forget that. Um, I've been watching him from afar. Uh, everything this man touches is golden. I appreciate everything he does for the community, how involved he is. He's guided some of the most prominent athletes to to leave the state coming out of high school. Um he, he works alongside clubs like the Milkman, the Milwaukee Milkman, Milwaukee Wave. Uh it's 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 very impressive. His journey is uh motivating. And uh I love the fact that he has the lion mentality. Yes, but sure. um thank God. First and foremost, that, you know, we can sit here. Um, so without further ado, how you doing? I'm good, man. That was a good introduction. <laughs> I, I'm ready. I feel like I want to go play play some
1: sports or something right now. Yeah, Lift some man. weights. No, but I'm good, man. It's Friday. Sun's out. Weather's good. God yeah. woke me up. I mean, I'm blessed, bro.
0: Yeah, like, for real.
1: I can have zero dollars in a bank account. I'm like... Still full of life? i just full of life, bro, because yeah. like, I don't... I don't measure life by dollars, man. I I measure life by how many lives I help. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No, oh, for, sure, for sure. As cliche as that sounds, like ask anybody, man. Like I just it's just crazy to me because like death is undefeated. Yep. I'm trying to leave a legacy because that's gonna live forever. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want man. people to be like, hey man, remember that coach Bridgewell? I wanna be like that old head Yeah, yeah. everybody remembers yep. when they, they tell their grandkids and then their grandkids tell their grandkids like, yeah. Oh, there was this one coach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, man, I'm good.
0: I just wanna say for like I've seen. I'm watching, and it, it, the traction you you've been gaining the, these this past year alone, yeah. Um, it's it makes me proud of where I come from because you're someone from here. Appreciate that. You're someone that have grown up through through your own trials, and uh, you know you're at a level where you saw the potential within yourself. Others saw the potential within you, and you took that and you ran with it. And now what you're doing is it's just impressive. Yeah. Appreciate so uh, that. let's jump into it. Let's do it. So where were you born?
1: I was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, right. by a 15 year old mother. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, so that's why I try to tell people like, don't judge a book by its cover. For sure. My, my cover is created, you know what I'm saying, by myself, yeah. like, it looks beautiful, but on the inside, you yeah. know what I'm saying, some of the oh. pages are a little rough, some pages might be missing, but at yeah. the end of the day, as long as you keep your cover good, no one can really judge what you're going through, try to nah, keep a smile, yeah. try to stay positive, because like, I try to help these kids, so if they see me down,
0: yeah I can't you know yeah can't you make
1: sure they straight you know yeah
0: but i i I think it you know especially working with with kids yeah. uh, you know everyone has their story yep every everyone goes through what they go through uh me growing up low income yep um it was hard, we got through yeah. it. but you know those are the things that make you who you are, yep, so how was your childhood
1: uh, it's pretty rough bro uh huh. from families and gangs to, I won't get in too much like that, but families and gangs to family friends, living with family friends to trying to figure out who I am. I'm the oldest of 31 cousins that we know of. And I I say that like for real, like not to be funny, but that we know of. So I was kind of like big brother to everybody in the hood, you know, (laughs) trying to make sure we all stayed out of trouble. But then I ended up getting in a little trouble myself and, Mm -hmm. you know, just... Figure i saw i saw a small light bro as cliche as this sounds and it got bigger because i kept going towards it yeah you know what i'm saying and i was sure. like man there's a way out there's a way out and i can help people like me get out you know i just i just was lost man like having a 15 year old mother and a 15 year old father yeah. you know i was 15 so yeah. i look at it like they couldn't raise me but i'll tell you what one thing i'll never say is like i had amazing grandparents mm-hmm. but at the end of the day they were grandparents and i don't mean that disrespectful i just mean it for what it is for sure so you know i still had that chip on my shoulder like man you know, my mom ain't coming to nothing. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. my daddy don't even care. You know what I'm saying? And then it yeah. was just kind of like, as you get older, none of that matters. Because they gave me life. And instead of wondering why life wasn't going a certain way, yeah. you don't No to sit at the poker table and get a royal flush. And if you do, God bless you, go buy a lottery ticket. You know what I'm saying? Well, but like, you yeah. got to trade my cards in, bro, and realize I was had to create my own journey. You know what yeah.
0: I'm saying? It, well, you know, it, 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 what took me the longest to realize that the ball is ultimately in, in your court. Yep. You know, you can you can look at the fact that you've been through through a rough journey, but are you going to dwell on that journey, or are you going to take those pieces and try to adapt to the environment? You're 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 basically growing through, right? Um, I, I'll tell you, man. Like uh, low income, man. It, it it my mom did the best she could. Right. A stepfather walked out at thirteen. It was a very critical age because yeah. that's when you need a man the most, bro. Yeah um so the direction was there thankfully i had somebody there of a male figure i just at the time was more rebellious to the yeah. thought of him being that right. figure um yeah man i i believe me i understand yeah. bro <laughs> so it's, so what hobbies were you into growing up so what
1: i honestly feel like save me was my love for sports bro yeah and 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 it's crazy because like now i stay in that world but like my whole goal was to make it to the nfl i was a pretty good football player in high school but my sport was baseball, I ain't gonna lie. Like I was cold at baseball, but it was during the summer, it was boring, it was, Mm -hmm. but if I stuck with it, who knows, you know what I'm saying? Cause like my grandfather was like, man, you were so good at baseball, so good at baseball, but football was like an outlet. Cause I can crack your skull without getting in trouble. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? I found like an outlet cause I had like, like you said, like I had so much bitterness Mm -hmm. until I realized like, like you said, the ball's in your court. And I was like, damn, I'm in control of my reaction, just as much as I'm controlling my action.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying though? So sure. like
1: I can choose to react just like I can choose to act. Yeah. So once I learned, and, and trust me, I'm still learning it. I'm not going to act like I figured it out. But mm-hmm. because I kind of realized like, all right, bro, you in control, bro. If you get out of pockets because you did, no yeah. one can make you, like they can make you mad. Yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? But like mm-hmm. the amount of times I risked freedom, man, is insane uh, when people made me mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And I look at it now like, man, I'm just blessed because God put me through all that bad stuff. Cause now I appreciate the good even better. You know what yeah. I mean.
0: Yeah. So, when did your love for football begin? Oh snap, man! Probably like six, seven. Six? playing at Burnham, bro. Burnham, thirty fifth. Burnham, bro. <laughs>
1: man,
0: my well, I used to live right around. My uncle moved. My well, I was from New York, so she okay. moved down here, and my uncle bought a house. Yeah, right around the corner from the, the park. So it yeah, was so like. So my yeah. grandma
1: grew up. So. At my grandparents' house, so Seventh and Hayes, so yep. it's right by a fire station. I don't even think it's a fire station I don't anymore. Think, yeah. I try not to uh, go down there as much unless it is to give back and help kids. Like I don't like to spend time down mm-hmm. there because I feel like until we can start cleaning up, how much we don't like each other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 and don't get me wrong, I want to be a part of that, but it doesn't mean I want to spend time hanging out, mm-hmm. you know, on someone's porch like we used to back in the day. Because you know, not that you're fearful, but you're smarter. <laughs> yeah. You know, what smarter, I'm bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, smarter. But yeah, man. So man, I'm youngin', man, and then I, a lot of friends lived on the north side, too. So, like, my family, uh, friends that kind of adopted me, was, like, 19th in Atkinson-ish, 20th in Atkinson. So, okay. then, there was a place called the Tot Lot. Ah, man, dog, you starting to bring football out football these. all the time, bro. Yes. So, like, man, we used to have fun, but, they, oh, man, you're, I mean, I was a good athlete, man. I, yeah. I was blessed, but I had no dad to play catch with. Yeah. My grandfather worked a lot. He worked at Allen Bradley and uh, at the Clock go. Tower stuff off of Greenfield and just tried to give a good life. Uh, you know, I mean, they tried the best they can, man. So, I, Yeah you know as rough as it was i can definitely still count the blessings that i had now yeah. that i didn't even realize as a kid because there was so much negativity around that, around mm-hmm. that like when you really look back now i'm like damn that time you know this time yeah. and that time so it's it it's good man
0: i'm gonna do this for your grandparents you hear me bam hey get it you know they deserve it they deserve it man you know it's it's never you said 15 year old parents yeah You know, that right there is like, man, just imagine the news being dropped. Like, boom. I remember when I found out I was having twins. I have twins that are nine right now. But when I found the news out, bro, Yeah, it was like, I was in the the state I was at 25. It was like, holy. It just changed the perspective of life. No, for sure. So you did football, man. You're going forward. You you started at six, seven. Yeah. And, uh, you know, through middle school into high school, you went to uh, Greenfield. I went to Greenfield
1: first, first, yep, and then I went to Whitnall Whitnell, because MPS didn't didn't want me anymore in middle school. <laughs> so
0: how was that transition?
1: Man, the, the thing called like Chapter Two Twenty, I think it was called. Oh, back for in sure, the, day. the bus. I yeah, think yeah. now they got choice, yeah. so a lot of these kids can get out to ghetto schools. Man, and I hate to say it like that, but it is what it is. It is. Um, and went to Greenfield, and then moved into the different side of Greenfield. So then I had to go. Uh, so we moved to Greenfield. Now yep. realizing part of Greenfield was Whitnell. Yep. So like when we moved, I had to open and roll back to Greenfield. I just said forget it, man. I went to Whitnall. Yeah. And then I don't want to say I was a star, man, but I did all right.
0: <laughs> well, well, you 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 know what I mean? While you were you were at Whitnell, you you made feats. You yeah. you rose in ranks. You even your senior year, you tackles. So yeah.
1: it depends on what record book you look at, man. And I'm going to yeah. say that because this dude named Rob Whiteock, he's actually the head football coach now. He was a hell of a football player, and depending on what book you look at, depending on who was keeping the stats, we're one and two either way, and either way it don't matter because the amount of tackles we had was astronomical Mm -hmm. compared to the people before us or like within the range of us, so him and I were, it's within three either way, For it doesn't matter. He can have it, it it doesn't really matter because Mm -hmm. we were both really good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we oh, can yeah. both look back and, like, man, we left our our statement at, at Whitney High left School. left your man. footprint? Yeah, man. I can't complain.
0: Your senior year, you got an award. What yeah, so
1: I was uh, all-region, all-conference, defense player of the year for Woodland Conference. Uh, yeah. Man. 107 solo conference tackles.
0: What was that like for you?
1: Uh, precious, man. I wish I, I wish I cared more like mm-hmm. my son. So my son, if I had his work ethic slash care, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, who knows? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, you know, when you grow up, you want to make it to pro sports, yeah. and I still did, so mm-hmm. I have no regrets. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: So, well, you know, t- uh, talking on the topic of your son, your yeah. senior year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your senior son was year, born. Man.
1: He was. How was that? Uh, man, that's a blessing. Yeah. Uh, But like, not the right timing for the blessing, and like, especially because like I came from young parents yep. and. But also because I came from young parents, you know, I had some schools that were looking at me for football and stuff. And I'll never forget a voicemail I had from a coach from Ball State. Cause you know, back in the day, I'm aging myself a voicemail on the home phone. (laughs) yeah, Um, You know, and it was, it was, it was really cool. But then, you know, my grandfather still kinda looks at it like, man, I should have took it, but you know, not having your father there, uh, it was just rough. And I'm like, there's no way this football game is more important than being a dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no, like, no, for sure. For I sure. was there for my kid. And, you know, after a while, I was, I was able to play, you know, arena football a little bit, a, a yeah. couple teams, and some high-level outdoor with some really cool people, man. Yeah. It was,
0: College, you went to a Bell.
1: I was, so Ball State is where I was supposed Ball to go. Ball State. That's where I was bell. supposed to yeah. go. Um, And then I just kind of...
0: Swinged into arena?
1: Swinged into arena, man. I went to go watch a spring game, and then that was it. You know, it was just kind of yeah. like my son's born. I was trying to figure it out, and not having guidance from people, like, like parents like don't get me wrong like i said i had grandparents but like yeah. not having like a dad that you grew up with as your
0: dad yeah you know what I, i'm saying Like it, it's, to it's, look back it.
1: and be like what should i do or mm-hmm. i just knew what to do man like i like i gotta be a dad i don't well, care if it's four hours away or not
0: yeah well you moved yeah and then because of your you know the wanting to be play more of the yep. father role yep. you moved back yep where did you move
1: so we lived man i want to say we moved back and lived like 77th in Lincoln maybe, West okay. Dallas. Moved back and just try to give my kids a light. But then we moved to California, man. Uh, and I, that's where I was able to play football out there. Um, yeah. Me and my brother, Josh, uh, he's more of like a spiritual brother, but it don't matter. Blood's not always family. So the family that raised me, the Grace family, um, yeah. like they're a blessing. They're another huge reason for my success. Like, cause then I look back, like I had a father figure in Daryl Grace and a mother figure and sue grace and then four older brothers yeah you know what i'm saying so i like i, I had a family i like looked back at it like you know and this this timeline might be a little little backward like you know within the same but no for sure they moved to cali so they were like man come on and then we went out there played a little football I got to play in the staples center it was kind of cool <laughs> hey yeah i got you know i got good memories i got photos of that i had uh you know some film of that i got i got to play with some really cool people that actually yeah. we keep in touch now like yes. one of my guys Dion. <laughs> Yeah, he was <laughs> he'll tell you from Compton, man, he they retired his jersey, Fresno State. Wow. But now his kid, we, we communicate all the time now. It's crazy. His son, I don't even remember, but his son like how maybe like three, four years old back in the day, but now he's just at USC as a freshman. Yeah. And his son's a beast. And I'm like, we talk all the time, like, man, he's so proud of me with the training and then, you know, he's giving back to the kids out in LA. Yeah. So it's like it's crazy the connections you make through this sports industry.
0: Well, you played at, you played arena for three years? Three years, yeah. Were so you? it was
1: called the Orange County Jaguars, man. So we would play outdoors in North American Football League. Yeah. So then we played outdoor in the spring. I mean, sorry, arena in the spring and then outdoor summer slash fall. So it was kind of like, it, it's different than now because they're really, like now it's more like bar league football. You buy your helmet, sure. you buy your shoulder pads, but that was like legit. Like it legit. was nationwide. Like then we made the final, we made the final four. We ended up losing. Uh, but then the Racine Raiders, you know, here, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. in the same the same, same thing, league back yep. then. Okay. When it was, I don't even know what it's like now. I'm assuming it's similar, It was bigger but, back then. But it was way bigger. Was like, bigger. I remember they used to sell out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the amount of fans that used to come watch us. And like we'd play in front of like 5,000 fans.
0: Well, the market was you know, the market, market was, was different.
1: In, it may, may not sound like a lot, but back in the day to us, like, dang, yeah. we, we pack in the house. Kids want autographs. And like, they looked at us like like heroes, man. So it was, yeah. it was it was fun to show kids that there's life other than the NFL, even yeah. though that was my end goal. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, they even made a movie after. Was it any given Sunday? Oh yeah, yeah. Wasn't yeah. that Arena Football? Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I I I used to watch Arena Football, yeah. man, and um, you know it, it, the love you have for football. Yeah. Uh, so you did that for three years, and yeah. then you had, unfortunately, a career-ending injury. Yeah, I did have a career-ending injury, man.
1: I uh, <laughs> had a shoulder replacement because, like, I played. Like they used to call me a firecracker, man. I was ready. I was ready. <laughs> shoot, aim. So like. I just want to take your head off. So yeah. instead of trying to get the interception, man, I tried to take a dude's head off. My arm got caught in a pile and uh, it ripped out. So basically my arm was detached. Oh my. And then, Ugh. yeah, so they had to do surgery. Uh, it was crazy.
0: How long did that recovery last? Man. It, what was going through your it's mind? Not, it's still do not that. done. No. Still not done. Man,
1: I'm in pain a lot. Um, I have chronic pain, but I refuse to do the painkiller way, man, because, you know, they want to give it out like candy. And I don't know how it is anymore, but. You know, I have addictive personality, bro. So, yeah. I, I mean, I took it in the beginning. I'm there with you. Guys. I took it in the beginning yeah. and then there was like refill. I'm like, ah, yeah.
0: I'm good. Well, you know, th- th- this must have gave you, uh, you know, the time to think like, well, for the first time in your life, football isn't yeah. an option anymore.
1: Yeah, I was lost for a while, man. Yeah. I didn't, especially because I'm competitive. So mm-hmm. like, I can't even still till t- today. I can't even throw a ball. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's yeah. my right arm. Uh, if we get a little further, I ended up having it done again. Uh, so I found body. That's when I found bodybuilding because I was like, mm-hmm. how can I stay competitive? Yeah, Which is crazy, though, even with a fake arm. Like, you can add muscle without lifting heavy, heavy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you know what you're doing. So I'm, for, fortunately for me, I knew how to do that. And yeah. I had a pretty good coach. And, you know, I was I was winning. So yeah. I was like, a, again, I have addictive personality. So I was addicted to the grind. Yeah. But then not realizing like how selfish when you have kids. Yeah, oh okay, yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then here I am like bro you didn't go to school and finish all that at the time because you wanted to be a dad and now you're picking yourself
0: oh, yeah. over your kid. Over your kid.
1: To, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's almost like I did it backwards, but when it took me a minute to realize that. Yeah. So I had bodybuilding for like a couple years, man, but then I don't know it, I think it was God, man. I got sick. Uh I had like a stomach issue, so I had to have surgery. Yeah, I just pushed way too hard, cause I have no gray area, bro. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's green or red.
0: You got well you from know, what I've seen, man. It's it's nonstop, man. Yeah. like it, it's just amazing to me. This the, like you have the the lion mentality, right. Yep. You know, go into that. Tell people what what the lion mentality. I know you focus so like, on
1: that. Like growing up, man, I was just a little terrorist. You know what I mean? So he used to call me like, man, there's a little beast, little beast, little beast. And I'm like, I'm not a beast. I don't want to be a beast. I'm a lion. You know, I literally just came up. I got lion tattoos and stuff. But it's like, you ever watch that animal, man? Like, I really studied that animal. And like, first of all, he's the king of something he don't even live in. Mm -hmm. That's gangster. You're the king of the jungle. You live in Africa. There's no jungle. You know what I'm saying? There's wilderness. It's it's open land. It's 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 the uh, pride lands and stuff. But Mm -hmm. I looked at it too, Temptation from a hyena is the only little asshole that tries to that mess him. with a lion, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So only the little haters, but they still can't defeat it. Nope. And so many people reference that animal, and it sleeps 23 hours out the day. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Twenty Maybe 21, 23. Yeah. And, you know, it just get, has so much respect mm-hmm. from the community it lives in. <laughs> I just try to model my life, uh, you know. Around that. Around that. Like. Don't let these haters slash hyenas take your food. Yeah. Don't don't let nobody
0: get in your way because a lion wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know. It's, and, yeah. Oh, it, oh, I didn't yeah. mean to cut you no, off, you but it's it's funny because like you know like with algorithms and when you watch like these little the these little uh, these shorts yeah. video shorts um, ones that come up on mine is is Animal Kingdom yep. with the lion. Yep. I used to go to this school elementary. Um, South Milwaukee became a foundation for me. Yep. And the elementary I went to, the mascot was a lion. Yeah. L- Lakeview Lions. Okay. Yep. So in your way, you know what I mean. It's that. The, the, from my perspective, the the lion mentality is that you see something, go you go it. go get it. And yep. it, it's it's with that, you know, there, you you know what what might happen, but yep. that still doesn't cut you back from what right. from what you want, you know. And I tell people all the time, man, like
1: everybody wants to be a beast mm-hmm. until it comes time, time to hunt. Because mm-hmm. as cliche as that sounds, the amount of times I've heard people say, man, I want to be like you. I want to get what you got. You don't have what it takes. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I was like, today you don't have what it takes. Cause I, I'll hear something, like one of my employees, I'm not gonna, you know, I won't name drop or none, but man, I'm getting burnt out. I'm like, Bro, you 22, <laughs> you burnt out and I already work more than you this week. We're not the same. You're not the same. And that's okay, because mm-hmm. not everybody can be go 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 go. Mm-hmm. Some people need nine to five, and they live a great life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, mm-hmm. like that's why I don't compare, because like I have an unmatched work ethic in my mind. You might feel the same way, yeah. some, But I know what it took. Mm-hmm. I've never failed one time in my entire life. I've mm-hmm. lost hundreds of battles, but mm-hmm. I've never failed because mm-hmm. I learned what I lost, and I either made a correction or I just kept it moving and realized it's not for me. That's not a failure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? In my opinion, failing is giving up giving and up. or and or looking at yourself in the mirror and be like, man, if I just would have done this, if I just would have – if you have any regrets, then mm-hmm. that, maybe you failed that moment. But in life, I've never failed, man. It, only outcomes, and you can't control outcomes.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, um, again, football was yep. was that, that point in time and then the injury um, – Post-football, you ended up becoming a trainer. Yep. Um, through that transition, what was that that like?
1: Um, it was like a, a reset button of happiness, man, because I realized, like, okay, you can't play, but you still can coach all the, you know, it's still coaching to me, so it's like you still can coach all the kids or all the players or, mm-hmm. you know, and then I just latched on to really good people mm-hmm. and listened to a lot of really good people and, you know, Bro, I hold a record and it was a record so years ago I don't know I haven't called or checked but I sold $29,000 in training one day once uh, and one day collected at, Bro, are you in, serious? in California at Gold's Gym in <clears throat> Fullerton um, just because like I'm passionate about yeah. everything and anything I do yeah. and it's also compassion it's not just like I care about myself to get you there like it's almost like we become family and the next thing you know like my wife and I and kids were hanging out with other families of kids that I train and it's like You get presents and you get this. And like the gratitude of someone reaching something and knowing that you had something to do with it, it just gives me this like sense of satisfaction Mm -hmm. in life. Like, dang, I accomplished that. And that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I am rich, but I'm not wealthy. Like Mm -hmm. rich is like what I just said. Like if you knew and how thankful someone is, Mm -hmm. that's better than a dollar to me.
0: To me. Yeah.
1: I don't care what that... Like, that's just my opinion, you know? I,
0: I'll tell you, growing up, um, always wanted to be center of attention. I just had this personality. I could be in front of crowds. Yep. I can... But, you know, th- this point in life, it's like, I... It's not so much about me. Right. Especially, I have four kids. You know, they, they looking up to me with this platform. It's right. not about me. It's about right. the person that's sitting across from me. Today, it's you. Right, I appreciate you that. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and for me... It, 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 that type of compassion and that type of gratitude to to basically give your all to somebody else to see them succeed right. and, and execute these goals that they have. Some people come in with this type of mentality where they think they're all for it and then, you know what I mean, they aren't able to to follow through. But here you are, you're like, nah, get back one more. Yeah. You said 10, we're not doing 10. Right. Let, let, let's do it until you right. can't lift that bar. Right. You know, I, I always say, you know, my cousin, Eric Zapata, yep. um, Former guest on the platform yep. as well. He he did, does training, and um, you know the one thing I love about him is that it's like you. You you seem like the relationships that you make with your your clients. It's not just I'm giving you the playbook. I'm gonna be there. No, right. I care about you. I want to see you succeed. Right. So that's awesome. Always to know. No, know? for
1: sure. And then and that, that's why I feel like in this industry, it's a big D swinging competition. I yeah. said it earlier, but <laughs> yeah. like. I remember, I'll never forget, Eric and I were at a barber shop on like 43rd and Forest Home, man. I forget the lady's name, but he was getting cut cut up. I was getting cut up. The lady owned the shop, but we went, same barber. Maybe it was different barber, but they're best friends. The barbers are. We're at one of them. We're just laughing at how like this industry, and there's so many haters, but mm-hmm. we always stay true. Like, even if we weren't there, other people can say the positivity yeah. we've said about each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I wish there was more people that could lift each other up like that, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you need that. nobody made the shit up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, yeah. though? I've studied from some goats, mm-hmm. some greats, and I've been fortunate enough to have many mentors. Like one of my mentors is, was a strength coach of the Minnesota Vikings for 20 years. There You go. You know what I'm saying? Took mm-hmm. me under his wing, passed me even down a book that I saw online for sale for 20 grand yeah. because it's priceless information. And not many copies of this book were created because mm-hmm. it was almost like a society, like, okay, if you feel like this trainer's worthy enough, let's pass on that book. So they mm-hmm. can learn a little bit. And it's all about training an athlete, you know, because training an athlete isn't the same as any like literally anything else. Yeah. It's so different because it is a little bit of everything else. Mm-hmm. And you have to figure out how much percent of everything else to mix in, depending on what type of sport they play. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, things yeah. like that. So like I really learned and I feel like I have a PhD in <laughs> yeah. this from everybody that I've taken snippets mm-hmm. from. Do you know what I'm saying? And now in 10 months, I'm I'm about to be a neurobiologist and psychologist and sports training. So yeah, yeah. Lil, Look, I, get for it real, Look I say, at this. I, <laughs> I say all the time, like, man, Lil Bridge, Lil Bridge, a scientist. Like, like yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's crazy because, like, the, the stuff I've taken through and from people, it yeah. makes this degree easy. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Check it. You know what I'm saying? Like, check that box.
0: I say, you know, through this journey, like, you know, th- these past, past year for me, um, you know, finally, just going for what I want. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's any other better feeling than knowing you're passionate about something. Yep. And the empowerment that comes from it through the consistency you give. Yeah. And your all. You know. Yeah. So you did. You, you now you're doing this physical training. Yep. You open up your own facility. Yep. What was that? 2014.
1: 2014, I opened my own brand. Okay. Yeah. So
0: not open. Yeah, open my own brand. No, I started
1: my <laughs> own brand, uh, and I was fortunate enough to rent some space. Yeah. Because uh, when, when I moved back from Cali after the um, Gold's Gym stuff, Experience Fitness was Gold's Gym first. Yeah, So it was like a transfer. So their are franchises. So the owners of my franchise, because I was breaking records, I was killing it for yeah. uh, Angel and Willie. They're awesome. So if they ever hear this, uh, they're a big blessing in support of my fitness journey. Um, and then I came back to Gold's Gym here. And it, when it changed to Experience Fitness, I didn't vibe with the model because it was very different. I'm not saying it's bad. It was just different, not what I'm used to. So I was like, man, I can do this by myself. Yeah. I've learned so much from Andrew and Willie on the business side. And then I found a little garage gym around the corner called Strive Fitness. And uh, this dude, Brian, gave me an opportunity. So thank you, Brian, for that. Um, to just start my to my my business uh, within his facility. So I paid rent and then I outgrew that space. And then I got my own space. I was able to partner with a baseball team right on 76 and uh, Cold Spring for a little bit. And like... Honestly, man, again, grew out that space in less than a year. Like I was having classes full of like thirty something plus kids. Yeah, like, man, I can't train thirty kids by myself. Yeah. Like, and then so I was talking to my wife, and then I found a spot on Highway 100, man, and then opened that
0: up. Is that the Bridgewater
1: the Bridgewater facility? Performance? Yeah. So Damn. little, that that was a great blessing. And then in January of this year, you know, I was approached by Rock Ventures. Um, which is a huge complex in Franklin, man. We got.
0: Hey, man, that's crazy. I'd they got. I uh, take my family there, bro. It's like. like Top
1: Golf. I say it like that. It's not Top Golf, but it's like Top Golf. It's the, their own branded Top Golf called Lux Golf Bays. Like, yeah. I, I thought I hated golf <laughs> until I went there. That makes like video game golf. Like yeah. when you actually get to hit the ball on the screen, like that's fun. And then just the umbrella bar up there. Like I don't mm-hmm. drink, but you know, just sitting outside and enjoying summer on a hill. Yep. Watching kids play baseball it's you know, all around you All around you enjoying good music we got man there's a uh drive-in drive-in yeah. movie thing there yeah you know they got all these restaurants there's you know it's just love and then the coolest part of it is my gym is now in there. um 77, square foot field house but as a whole it's about, i think it's over 100,000 square yeah. feet of just like like blessing to me yeah. because <laughs> when they first hit me i'm like give up my brand I what? It, like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, what do you mean, give up my brand? And and that's not how they said it, that's how I took it. How do you take it? You know what it, I'm saying? Yeah. I was so close minded to like not realizing it was such a
0: positive thing. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? I was just like, oh, they just want to get rid of me because they it's can't the, compete with me.
0: It's the evolution. Yeah. Tell me how, how it was before we because we're gonna we're gonna get there, yeah. but tell me how it was when you opened the Bridgewater facility being a owner. Yeah. For the first time in those years.
1: Yeah. So it was like, man, waking up. <laughs> I don't even know. Cause like I never had an investor. I had more of a a family handshake agreement. Yeah. And then myself and my yeah. wife. So it was like, dang, I, there there was months where I'm like, man, I ain't got nobody to call. You mm-hmm. need a little help or and then, you know, but everything was cool, bro. Like it was such a cool experience to have it all over the internet. People would come just to see the spray paint. Yeah. You know, I had this vision of like I want kids to come and feel like they're playing at the park. It was dark, edgy, bold. You know, we had good music. So when you walked in, man, it was like the vibe. Yeah. You know, people were literally just, "Hey, how much can I pay just to play basketball?" Next I had a mural of LeBron, Kobe, Jordan.
0: Giannis. You know what
1: I'm saying? Giannis and yeah. big lion on the wall and like just and then I had Anthony Pettis in the back. And it was just like it was a vibe it, yeah. it was almost like a place you wanted to go kick it to, and it was almost like a a sanctuary for athletes just to come and you know oak creek didn't have beef with franklin MPS didn't have b like like marshall didn't have beef with king like yeah. no like if you came in everybody just felt like a part of the family yeah. we, we knew you by your first name it really was a true small it was like a family like a family business yeah. man everybody just comes as part of my extended family bro it was it was a blessing and then you know uh I trained Tyler Hero since he was a little kid, man. He was one of my yeah. first actual clients. yeah. Um, and it just happened because, you know, he was a really good basketball player. I think I want to say like sixth grade, summer before seventh grade, maybe. I don't know. So my son is really good friends with him. I was
0: all for him until we, he faced us, bro. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I no, saw good, man. Uh, you know, he's a great kid, man. He's uh, yeah. it, taking the kid out of Little Greenfield, Wisconsin and giving him that. I mean, he earned it. So yeah, I shouldn't yeah. say give it to him, but like, you know, he's, a, he's adapting well. You know they what I'm saying? Definitely his, made his mark, got that he, shot. You know, it's a blessing. Like, I got to spend last summer with him. Uh, he reached out to me. Hey, can you travel with me? And because I have actually, like, a very supportive wife, um, shoot, she let me be gone. I was gone for, like, four months with an NBA superstar. And <laughs> hey. when I say gone, like, this man. That's the queen, showed, bro. I'm telling you. Bro. <laughs> we, we said that before. Like, I wouldn't be this far without her, even though she doesn't have, like, that entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah. You know, she's more of like that employment mindset, but yep. like having her as a support system, like, mm-hmm. man, I'm trying to think like, man, if I had to get my kids to all these practices and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And still try to do this or, you know, I'm sure there's times she's tired, man. And she don't even want to do it, but she's she still she kind of see yeah. like, but man, being gone, man. But man, I was in Greece. Not, yeah. not, when you think of this, my wife <laughs> let me be gone. Even though I was working, it was still a job. However, I was in Vegas for NBA, Summer League, NBA superstars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. wasn't like we just sat in a room. We got to venture out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> I was living in a condo, like, on um, Biscayne. Like, you hear all these rappers got a condo off of Biscayne. Skane. Like, I was in a condo off of Biscayne. Yeah. Had a G-Wagon to drive. Like, yeah. I felt, man, I never been taken care of like that in my life mm-hmm. to do a job. Like, he, and it was almost like, I don't know if anybody ever else, other trainers would have gotten taken care of like yeah. that, but, like, i that's a blessing it's man. a ble- like it's a blessing man, he bro. took me to greece i got to train him on a yacht like i got pictures <laughs> and like it's unfortunate i didn't get to train him this year you know yeah. um but he's working with someone really good he's a coach from the heat he's yeah. one of their strength coaches mm-hmm. so like and i'm not saying like oh i'm okay with that like it's up to me <laughs> right but yeah he, you know to know he's still in good hands and he's still working hard and like exactly. i watch from a distance man sometimes i'll be wanting to text them and and bug him, but i'm like at the end of the day man like let the kid be a kid. I, mm-hmm. It's hard for me sometimes because I'm like, man, it's not my little brother, you know, people mm-hmm. don't get it, but no, man, I, and I also got to learn a lot of professionalism last summer because like working with these pros, like you got to realize like, because man, I saw Jason Kidd and I'm like, it, you can't, I was like 10 yeah. years old when he was drafted, but you know, that was like one of my favorites and then yeah. I saw Gary Payton and then, and I'm I'm around all these dudes and like, I'm like, wanted to be a fan. Oh, yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? He, Instead he of like- You can't go
0: spaz out and right. be like, dude, I was like- Yeah,
1: because like all the pros I've had before that are like a lot of, like we created a relationship first. Yeah. But they didn't take, they came to me. So like I got to go with him. You know what I'm saying? So yep. when I'm getting to see all these people, yeah, thank God someone had a professionalism talk with me though because like I don't realize, in my passion and I'm excited mm-hmm. and, you know, the more I realized too, like, hey, just calm down and have a conversation. Yeah. It's crazy how many people- were able to like, oh it's just bridge, like you know, talk yep. with you know, it, so it was super cool.
0: It's cool when you you build that rapport and yeah. that type of respect, and yeah. then you know, it, it ultimately it goes with the journey. Man. No, for sure. Yep. i Ever since I like with me, I, I took a chance on myself. um It's been work. It's, yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's been work, but at the same time, things have fallen into yep. place, and I I feel like that's God given. That's yep. that's that's how yep. know you know you're on your path. Yep. So you um you you you. You basically own the Bridgewater facility. Yep. Through this, you've opened many doors. Yep. Now working with Tyler Hero, yep. you also are a coach for the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Mil- Milkmen. Yep. And the Milwaukee and the Milwaukee Wave. Wave. Yep. Yeah. So what what are these experiences like to you working with basically community sports yeah. teams that are organizations for for the family? So yeah, I hated baseball. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> I was so good at baseball. Yeah. So,
1: and and, and that's just the truth. Like. You know, some people look at it as bragging. Like, I don't know how else to tell you. If you looked at my numbers, no one would say, wow, those suck. You know what I'm saying? So I was good at baseball. Man, my grandfather, you know, I don't want to say pushed me too hard in baseball. But he saw my potential. But he also knew I was kind of a knucklehead. So he wanted to make sure, like, hey, if you're going to do this, like, let's lock in. And I was a hell of a catcher. And I'm sure he worked overtime to help pay for some of the stuff. And sometimes I had to ride with other families during All-Star Games and stuff like that. But, you know, I hated baseball because... I made myself hate baseball. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I I, I had a bad attitude and, you know, and then my shoulder, I couldn't throw, I can't even throw a ball, you know, because my arm. So it's like being around these dudes and like being able to work with them on the level and see it be put into play. Yeah. Because I tell people this all the time, like all athletes move the same. So I don't train exercises, I train movements because there's plenty of, exercises for certain movements depending Mm -hmm. on what sport you play yeah so i made a lot of these baseball players love the weight room because it's not about strength it's about power Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so everybody wants muscles don't really care about muscles if you can't perform Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's just a look so what i try to tell people is if you don't have power to your amps or or sorry if you don't have power to your voltage in the power being amps yep it don't matter you can go run a tough motor right now they'll shock you with ten thousand volts and people like (laughs) how they do that because there's no amps you put an amp to 10,000 votes, bye. It, bye. bye. You get picked up on a satellite. You might be, hey, there's an unidentified flying object. Uh, you're going to be in the <laughs> UFOs with the news. But like, yeah. I always try to create power because if you can receive, you can give. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But if you give, that doesn't mean you can receive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I try to explain training like a, like a baseball and a racquetball and a brick wall. So if I have a baseball and I'm going to whip it against a brick wall, it's mm-hmm. going to hit that wall hard and it's going to fall down and roll back. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be that. You want to take this racquetball or like a lacrosse ball, man, if you whip that against a brick wall, it's flying past your head mm-hmm. because it absorbs the wall first.
0: The energy and then the it...
1: energy and then it comes back. Yep. So even Braylon Allen is one of my clients, big number zero from the Badgers. You know, he lived with us for a little bit and uh, you know, if it wasn't for COVID, you guys would be watching a docu-series right now that they started doing on us, uh, and COVID kind of messed it up, you know, social distancing, masks, and all that stuff, whatever. It yeah. is what it is. I ain't here for that. But um, if I taught him how to receive mm-hmm. contact yeah, because now he can give so much better because it don't affect him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, people don't understand the power of the central nervous system, and mm-hmm. that's where all power comes from, man. No, no one cares about anything else if you yeah. can't perform. You know how? Yeah. Did,
0: how did these doors open for you? How did they approach you to to be a part of these teams?
1: Yeah. So like when when they approached me about my brand, uh, rewinding a little bit, it was like, and we want you, you know, to run the gym, and not only just run a gym, we want you to be the head strength coach of the Milkman and and the head strength coach of the Wave because Rock Ventures, the company that our partners with, um, uh, own own uh, the the yeah. Wave and the Milkman, so it only made sense. Mm-hmm. The gym is right there, and inside in the, the gym, there was batting cages for them anyway, so they had a the good stuff built first. Um, they would come in there anyway and work out, and so why not? You know yeah. what I mean? And it just—being able to put the uniform on and stuff. I don't do it all the time, man, but when I'm there, why not? Yeah, Why not, it, <laughs> They love my energy in the dugout. You know, I mind my business if—you know, sometimes they—baseball's tough. Yeah, and one thing people don't know is like baseball is one of them sports, man. Where
0: it's like it's psychological, it's psychological, because oh, you
1: you lose yeah. way more than you win. Yeah, you bat you twenty five percent batting average. You know, two fifty mm-hmm. to three hundred. That's good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I'm like, bro, I'd be mad if, <laughs> if, if I came up to bat. I was like, there's a twenty percent chance yeah. I'm gonna get on base. You know what I mean? But it's like it's a mental, especially for the milkman, because the level of baseball it is is high. But it's a bunch of it's independent minor league. So the mm-hmm. difference is, and I've learned this this year is it's not affiliated with the major league team. Mm-hmm. It's associated with major league baseball. So any team can pick these guys up. So yeah. basically it's a league of teams for the free agents. And or so some of the dudes been in the like major league rosters, like not minor league, triple yeah, yeah. a, AAA, like major league, like, like Miguel Gomez, like he was actually on the major league team. And you know, the one of my guys and I say guys now, cause we became friends, <coughs> but cam, he's a catcher. He was on the Cubs. Um, triple a team yeah you know and it's a little rehab stuff for like one of my boys too was drafted by the marlins you know so it's kind of like they ain't no you know people don't understand sometimes too like oh it's just the Milkmen, no bro the milkmen are good like it's a good they are it's a good league it's you know these are great dudes or great coaches like it's just being a part of that locker room shit again bro it's actually kind of like it brings back memories brings back happiness and then my kids get to see me on the field that's my dad
0: i love the family uh the the type of you know what i mean it's really recognized for the family type of environment it is and i took my whole family to it no for sure you know what i mean like that that that's why like one of the biggest things that stand out for me is what the work you do for sure with the milwaukee Milkman. um that's how i like just seeing it it, it's such a positive impact on the community i mean um i'm not familiar with the owner but yeah to create something of that size and to keep on creating, yeah, knowing the impact it's going to have on the community, yep. all more to, man, and, I can't, yeah, <laughs> it's, then, it's amazing. Yeah,
1: an easy sell for me, to be honest, to to go there was also uh, learning what ROCK stands for. So it's ROC, not ROCK. So it's return on community. That wow. Was, that was huge to me. And his whole vision was How do we create something special for the city he grew up up. So, he I'm pretty sure he grew up in Franklin, so I could be misspeaking, but I know he went to Pius, him and his brothers went to Pius. But, like, how do I give to this community? He's always a baseball guy, and like, there's not many people in life like I actually have that respect for. And, like, that's that is a gentleman that, like, when he's in a room, I'm standing up and shaking his hand, like, he'll get like, it's good, bro. Like, you you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, he's also taking me under his wing, like. I've read books. Like you said, Eric gave you mm. books. Man, I don't read books. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know the, the constructive criticism he's given me since I've been there, let's call it Aprilish ish to mm-hmm. now, I feel like I've grown so much Within. just from having someone like that face-to-face. And he's a busy I'm not saying I'm not busy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's busy, not in the light. Like a lot of people see me all over the place. He's mm-hmm. kind of behind the scenes. But for him to take the time on a Saturday night, for example, and be like, hey, come here, bro, and like yeah. sit me down, 30 minutes locked engaged man i'm not looking at nothing you know what i mean i'm i'm so locked in and then he texts me some books and you know it's just kind of like man all this journey was here for here you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. like, he always said he's like you just need the right platform he was like mike zimmerman mike zimmerman yeah he so and then his brother's family worked there so like my right hand man Actually, I'm his right hand man, but yeah, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll say we'll say we say like that. No, but like, and then Joe, we call him Jay Z, but it's Joe Zimmerman. He, we got the same vibe, man. He's kind of in charge, mm-hmm. of like the Hills has eyes. So we also have that hunting house, like Hills have eyes. Yep. Um, and I'm just like, bro, I'm a part of, like, I won the lottery. And then what's cool though is like, Mike Zimmerman was like, no, bro, you earned it. You earned the mm-hmm. lottery. Stop saying you you didn't win mm-hmm. none of this. Yep. You know what I'm saying? How many mm-hmm. times you fall on your face, but you just kept getting back up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, like. You know how many mountains I climbed to realize ain't shit at the top? Yep. Damn, I got to go back down. But there's one right there. What if it's at the top of that one? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's almost like he watched me from a distance too. Kind of like I watched them from a distance. Like, dang, look at that beautiful facility they're building right around the corner. Yeah. You know? And then, you know, a year and a half later, they asked me to come be the face of it. And uh, so like official title, we'll say principal director. Um, It's kind of like what it is, you know? Mm -hmm. But- it's I don't care about a title, man. Well, you know, you know
0: the the way I see it is, you know, you look up to this this guy, but oh, so, yeah, so many people look up to you, yeah. And now your name is becoming a household name, right? Especially within the community. Oh, of Franklin. for sure, yep. Um, what? Why is it so passionate for you? In the way you are with the kids that you you train and teach, so it's
1: kind of crazy. So, like, I think it's because I. Two reasons, one, we'll start with, I don't think I ever really got to be a teenager. Yeah. So like, even though I'm an adult, like by age, it's so cool, like being able to interact Mm -hmm. with the boys, quote unquote, (laughs) but then still have the respect of that's our coach. So I'm like a player's coach. Mm -hmm. So we joke around to an extent, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But Mm -hmm. we're locked in and we're engaged. And like, Mm -hmm. I'll come home, my wife's like, can we just adult for a minute? I'm like, no. I I'm, I'm, I just got done training like, you know, 10 high school boys and they crack jokes in between, you know, or college. The college kids are crazy, the yeah. stuff they do. But <laughs> I'm like, listen, man, y'all, y'all better go get your brain checked out. No. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, it's just I get to be, I get to be that kid I feel like I was wanted to be if yeah. I had the same type of guidance. Yeah. Or then on the flip side, there's also the kids who I wish I had a me mm-hmm. that I'm that for. You yeah. know, and I think I told you, like, I don't know if it was recorded or not, but, like, I'm not here to motivate you. I can't motivate you because if I motivated everybody every day, I would have nothing left. But I'm here to encourage you. There's yeah. a huge difference because I'm going to encourage you to keep going or knock it the fuck off. Excuse my French. No, you you get- know what I'm saying? But, like, that's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to, yeah, come on, buddy. Raw. No. Like, yeah. no. I'm in your face if you if you need it or we're working out. And then in between, we're laughing, and then we're, we're back to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because then these kids are like, man, I don't even realize it. I got a testimony uh, a couple months ago, and I have an online platform, kind of like Eric does too, yeah, for athletes. Uh, and a kid was on it, 5'7", freshman, sent me a video jumping and hanging on the rim and could barely touch the middle of the net. Oh, wow. And I'm like, man, it works. You know yeah. what I mean? If yeah. you follow it and you're disciplined, it works. So, like, I just wanted t- so basically reliving – the childhood man as through them vicariously like tonight i'm going to watch franklin verse catholic memorial Mm -hmm. because those are my little guys instead of going to a little baby concert yeah some people might think i'm crazy yeah but guess what i've had some of these kids and they're seniors now and this is their first game and you've watched the growth and i've watched the growth yeah i listened to little baby in the car yeah (laughs) that's one of my favorite rappers but that's your passion. But my passion yeah. is what I've done for these kids. Yeah. My passion isn't going to see him rap when I can go see him rap again. Mm-hmm. I can't come see the first game of their senior year ever again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So I beat myself up about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna go to Drake a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they moved a date. I had a daddy daughter date on that Friday. Oh wow. Yeah. Drake doesn't come before my daughter. Of, of maybe course not. maybe before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I told my wife, too, going back real quick, like, last summer, I don't even know if God, God, like, or or Tyler was supposed to pick me. Mm-hmm. I think God put that on Tyler's heart to pick me, to take me away, to learn about myself. Mm-hmm. And I got to spend so much time alone, and I've never really been alone willingly. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And I really found myself in a way that, and not that I wasn't on the right track or on the right path. I was just... In the slow lane, you know, because <laughs> like you know, there's an exit, you might get off, go see the beautiful stuff, and get back on and drive in the slow lane so you can get off. No, now I'm in the fast lane, yeah. And I'm not saying like I'm skipping steps, I'm just saying I'm it's a horse race, man. I got my blinders on and I'm
0: grinding, yeah. And,
1: it's just gonna keep getting better.
0: Well, that's you know, and this is a type of inspiring. This is inspiring, bro. Yeah, like I'm inspired it. by you. Like I love your journey. I love following you on on social media because it's so positive and it's moving forward yep. at all times. It's this it's this consistency. It's this it's this growth people like people like me are growing with you you yep. know what i mean you, you keep people involved and yep. and the impact on the community it shows oh yeah I you pre- know you I got that. you got yeah. these athletes going off and actually having something that they at one point they didn't think they had yeah. within them you yep. th- those are the type of things when you make that type of footnote within people they carry that yeah. And it, it it lives with them for the rest of their life the the routine yep. the 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 structure yep. the you know just wanting to be more within yourself yep you know being selfless yep um where do you see see this going in the next 5 cuz i mean like this year alone man you sh- yeah it's uh, <laughs> yeah like these
1: past 2 years it's almost been like like a hallucination bro cuz like you dream for stuff as a kid like this and like just being in Miami, I got to meet so many cool people. Yeah, you know, and I'm not gonna sit here and say we're homies or we're friends or nothing like that. Yeah. As much as I would want to, yeah, you know. But man, I got to sit in David Beckham's suite mm-hmm. in the front row of the soccer game, Miami International, and learn the game of soccer mm-hmm. from from you know some of his friends or some of the people he knew in the suite with us, and yeah. got to go with Hero and stuff. And it's like, like, like I got to live life as as a little kid from from teenage parents that that other kids from teenage parents can live if you just believe there's the other side of the fence yeah. or other side of the wall. Like you ain't trapped on this side. You might have to climb and get knocked down a hundred times before you get over, man. But like, if you just keep grinding and stay true to you, yeah, you know, same thing. I've lost plenty or did I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Friends like, no, maybe, maybe it was just time to like part ways. And it's not that I'm better than anybody. It's just that if you're not on the same path or same, mm. same journey, like I don't, we ain't got nothing in common. Like you still live at home and you 40? Yeah. I'm not saying I'm better than you, but choosing to, not, not like you went through yeah. something and your parents let you move back in to get back on your feet. I'm not talking about that. I'm about the cast that. I know that's never left a nest, mm-hmm. you know? No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I love you. I pray for you. And if I see you, I'm not going to ignore you, but I'm not going to go out of my way to come mm-hmm. and ask you to come hang out with me. Cause then you're going to ask me to pay for you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to be a jerk, but yeah. like, that, that's not what i grind for i grind for my family you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and i, I grind for many other. even my journey man yeah.
0: uh you know in this past year well it's going almost two years of sobriety but since i began this journey yeah you know the leaves fall off the the branches Yep. you know and there's nothing wrong with that right you know i thought we were always closed tight but as yeah. soon as the partying stopped then, or are you different. Yo, are you different.
1: Are you switching up? Or are you switching yeah, up or crazy. you think
0: you're better than yeah. us? I can't tell you how how many people have said that to me and every time my response is, yeah. I used to look at my cousin Eric yeah. in such a way in the way he he conducted himself yep. like oh, you do think you're better than us when he began this yeah. journey and you know the the more you grow and the more you see, you understand. Right. You know what I mean. That's the type of mentality you have to have. You have right. to see forward. Where I I, I say the biggest blessing uh, outside of sobriety was moving and getting away from from people. And you know, for those that say that, you know, I've I've moved on, or I think I'm whatever. Keep thinking and yeah. thinking. I'm just focused on what I'm doing right now, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and it, it it's allowed me to to meet some some and man some remarkable people oh, such as sure. yourself man that. likewise man so um what advice would you give to our youth inner city suburban um just w- that and I'm, I'm gonna put it like this because you know you are you talk about your upbringing yeah. and wanting someone there for those yeah. that you feel are in the position that you were growing up what would be your advice to them
1: honestly man seek god yeah that's my first advice because you can have God in your corner, yeah, and you can keep Him in your corner. Doesn't mm-hmm. leave your corner when certain people are around. You don't act like you like Him as much. You don't love Him. Trust me, I've been there. But the person who's always "quote unquote" been my dog in it, like yeah. God's never turned his back. Like literally, yeah. like and people also forget evil's real, right? So like, God don't make bad stuff happen. Now He allows stuff to happen, but it's our choice. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, seek God no matter how you grew up, mm-hmm. because only in my opinion only the devil causes confusion man so yeah. i look at it as like seek god and like he'll lead you in the path of where you're supposed to be at um and stuff like that so uh seek the kingdom of god man and that's and i'm not trying to disrespect other religions and stuff like that but mm. i know what worked for me and having god in my corner also though back then you know i knew it yeah, yeah I, you yeah. know my grandparents tried mm. to put it put it on my heart and all that stuff and then it, you know, and once I started like living, and I'm mm-hmm. not perfect, bro, so there will be someone on here. Yeah, right. There was this one time you said this. Yeah. Listen, bro, we're all sinners, bro. But like seek God and then second, love yourself. Yeah. If you can't love yourself, you can't love anything or anybody else. Cause you always second guessing stuff, you always overthinking stuff. It's once I realized like, and I'm not talking about like love yourself in a narcissistic way. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like love the person God made you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So many people want to try to change and this and that. And like, are you changing for the right reasons? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, be you. I've always been me. And that's what just kept me kept me going. Like, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of bad habits and stuff that still are um, me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, because I'm me and I'm authentic and all that stuff, it just took me here. And like, God's taking stuff away from me. Some people look at like the story of Job, man faithful to God, took his wife, took his kids, took everything, but they started getting stuff back. You know, it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. like, man, I'm starting to get stuff back. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? I'm starting to get people back in my life that were out of my life and, you know, people who were in my life that shouldn't have been, they starting to hit mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's like a transition period, man. But I'll tell you what, man, God's been good to me. So that's the that best advice, man. And if you have that, you definitely will have enough gas in your tank to drive to wherever you need to be, and when you get there, and that's not the destination, I promise you there'll be a gas station there to fill up and go to the next one. You know there you what I'm saying, go,
0: man. So, man, I I I'll say this. I've said it throughout the interview. I I appreciate you. No, you for know sure. I mean? Taking the time out. I know you're a busy man. Um, it, it it takes a village. Yo, yeah. You know what I mean. So when I have people like you come through and and tell your story and and and, and just an insight of what determination, dedication, consistency is? Yeah, it, the, what what we're able to do, yeah. especially for the youth uh, growing right now. Yeah, because if I would
1: have stopped for how many people told me training isn't a job, it's not. No, they're right. It's a yeah. career. It's, if yeah. you treat it like a career, if you treat it like a job, it's a job. If you treat it like a hobby, it's a hobby. Yeah, you know what I'm saying though. You treat sure. anything like what it is. I promise you. As much as I love God, I do believe in energy oh yeah yeah, you know what definitely I'm the zen whatever they call I, I, it. Listen, vibrations vib- energy
0: yes. frequencies i believe me i've more this year more than anything i've come on to it and because i've been studying it yeah bro my life is my life is different no, man
1: one of, one of the best books that i've ever read in my entire life and i just read it right and when i say book there's probably like eight total books i've read in my life <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but uh this, man, this book, and then even when Zimmerman was like, I got this book, I'm like, man, fuck a book. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a book. And you know what's crazy, though, is like as much as I like audio stuff because like my ADD and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. part of it I actually read. and Like I listen to it in the car mm-hmm. instead of music, you know. So it's like it's called The One Thing, and it makes you realize the one thing you're good at. And instead of trying to master a bunch of different things, mm-hmm. how about you find out actually what you're good at yeah. master that, and then add to your book right. or add to your bag. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I think a lot of times as humans, we try to multitask. And the, the, the book talks about how like multitasking is meant for computers because at the end of the day, our brain capacity can't, and I'm learning this in school actually too. Is, it's it's kind of crazy how it goes hand in hand, but like, your brain can't multitask with 100% efficiency to five different things at the same time. Yeah. It's going to give 20%. And because you know you're giving 100% effort to it, you don't realize that it's divided into five. Mm-hmm. So 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. So even though it looks good yep. because you did it, right? And oh, pe- people aren't going to tell you it's bad because it's probably not bad. But imagine mm-hmm. how much better it could have been if you slowed down yeah. a little, just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And gave 100, 100. So instead of multitasking, check off your task list. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like, it just teaches you that. And like the one thing you're good at, you know, it teaches you kind of how to use it for that purpose mm-hmm. and pivoting and, and if you had, you know, if you had a like reverse pivot to kick out for a three, for example, like it'll teach you how to reverse pivot in the same manner. You know, I'm not trying to spoil the book because everybody can receive it different. Differently, yeah. You know, and then the biggest advice I got from that book from him was, you know, if if something really resonates, don't keep reading. Stop. Mm-hmm. Just reflect, man. Reflect. Just stop at that moment. Pick it up tomorrow because take some time I've never to never heard that it before. before. Because like. You want to retain, man, and you don't just want to know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. knowledge knowledge without execution, to me, it, is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Because you have all this time putting in to learn stuff. And you can even retain it, but none of it matters. Yeah, None of it matters, honestly, if you don't execute it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't for care. Sure. You can come in with a master's degree and, and, and know where every muscle is on my body. But if yeah. you can't teach me how to use it effectively and efficiently for that? what I'm doing in life, Nothing matters. Yep. All you are is the textbook. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yep. So, yeah, man.
0: Man, again, I I appreciate you coming. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Um, So, with that being said, spearhead out.